never heard of who Jesus Christ actually is, I ask that you would gather around and listen close because I'm here to lay it down for you um, as best I can as the words may come to me. I'm no prophet and I'm no preacher and I'm no priest, but I am here to tell you um, of the promises of God and who he is and his character that you may have never heard because it may have been so distorted for you by uh, traditions of old, by... um, by um, things like Calvinism and working for what you, you know, earning your salvation and um, just like an intense uh, works-based salvation that is uh, so far from the gospel, it's not even funny. God says the way to the kingdom of heaven is by belief and faith in the Lord Almighty. It is he who has come uh, 2,000 years ago to set each and every one of us free. It is by his name that we are um, standing here today. It is by his plan that you've gathered here right now. It is not for um, forsaken that you would be here today to listen to this because God ordains all things in this life. And I know that's such a weird comment if you've never thought about God um, as being real before. But I just want to ask you, have you seen a miracle? Have you seen God move in a way that makes no sense? Have you attributed it to coincidence and chance? Have you allowed the world to convince you that the only thing that matters in this life is yourself? Um, Have you convinced um, the world... Have you been convinced by the world that the only thing that matters is is yourself and just everything that is so deeply rooted in self and that we've now ignored the fact that we have a greater purpose and a greater plan that is designed for us here on earth and that it is by no mistake that you were made. It is by no mistake you look the way you do. It is by no mistake you have the talents you do. You are not a mistake. Nothing about your life is chance or coincidence. You didn't just magically poof here uh, out of thin air. Um, You were innately formed and made and created by the creator, the one who is Lord over all. There's nothing that you could say or do to take away from his love for you and isn't that a crazy concept because we could never do that that's why we're human and that's why he's god there is nothing that we could do um to keep him his love away from us there's no sin i know that word sin not a lot of people feel good about that word it's a nasty word it's been used to hurt and tear apart so many people so many communities it is divided it is just you know been used by the wrong people in the wrong context at the wrong time and they were not yielding to God when they said it if they said it in a way that hurts you and didn't help you grow because if God is saying something about your sin it's not to hurt you it's to help you grow and now what is sin sin is anything that removes us further from God and that's what shows us it is so great about our God is that he is willing to show us the things that we shouldn't do that's what a good father does That's why we call him the Father, God the Father, is because he's willing to show us the things that would separate us from him, the things that would hurt us. You know, look at alcohol. There's a reason we are called to be of sober thought and mind is because if we're not, that hurts us. Look at what a hangover looks like. You don't think that's hurtful? Why would God want you to hurt when he loves you so much that he took so much care? He knows the numbers of hair on your head, according to scripture. I believe that to be true. I believe that for you. It is not by our own works that we produce our wealth. It is not by our own works that we produce our fame and our fortune and our 
families and all these things. These things are given to us by God. The scripture tells us apart from God, there is no good thing. And if you don't believe that yet, keep listening. Because I hope you do by the end of this. Because God has given you such a full capacity for such great things. And he will not leave you or forsake you. How many people can say that here about their family? You know, don't call let's not call it a sin, but let's call it something else. Let's call it murder. Let's say you murdered someone. Will your family forgive you for that? Will you invite you to Easter, Thanksgiving? Get invited on the family vacation to the beach? Seriously, ask yourself that. Human love doesn't know how to love the way God does. It's not within our capacity to love the way God loves. And isn't that so amazing to think that that's actually how much God loves us? That the way God loves us, think about, picture in your head right now, um, who loves you most in this world? Perhaps it's a mother, a father, brother, sister, and even if you're saying, I have no one in my life that loves me, yes you do, his name is Jesus Christ, um, and God the Father sent him down to save you and to give you eternal life. So you do have someone who loves you. You have someone who loves you more than you could ever comprehend. Um, And even if you did murder someone, God still got a place for you at the table because God forgives all sins. Can I say that about humans? No. Can I say that about mothers? No. Can I say that about fathers? No. It's a human limitation. And that's why we need God. That's why we need his love because we are limited. Our vision is so limited. That's why I understand with in today's day and age when everyone's got a cell phone everyone's got a phd and xyz in history and all these things in science and it's like you know the world will give you a hundred and thousand one reasons to doubt but all you have to do is touch taste and feel it for yourself is our god invisible yes does he show us signs and wonders yes is he still doing miracles yes he is and yes he does and you are not um meant to be away from that you were meant to see that he invites you into that you have a place at the table you're not forsaken you will never be cast off you have a seat at the table and there's nothing you could do to ever change that god is willing to invite you every single time you lied you're invited murdered invited gossiped invited addicted to drugs and alcohol still invited god will never forsake you And how beautiful is that? You know, there's so many times in which we try and follow our own understanding. But our own understanding is so limited, as I mentioned. And think about this. If there really is a God of the universe, think about that. If there really is, why do you think that you're so much smarter than him? Because if we only had to just see a textbook to know that our God is real then that's not faith then that's not a reciprocal love it's not trust and those are the things that define human society love and trust these things are so pivotal we can see so easily what goes wrong when there are societies without love and trust um when there are communities without love and trust, when there are one-on-one relationships without love and trust, love and trust is a foundation. Um, And so God is not like a human that he should lie, not like a human that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? That is from a book in the Bible. And if you've never heard that today, let me tell you that that is a 
promise and it is a promise over your life. God will, if God has spoken something and he has promised something, he will fulfill it. And that promise is that John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son and condemned him to die so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And all that means is that God so loved you that he sent his son here to die to forgive you of your sins so that their sin is no longer a separation. Remember earlier I said it's like the father trying to keep us from our sin. It's like because Jesus died, we no longer ever have to be separated from this person who loves us so eternally and that our sins are forgiven through the belief. And once again, there is no belief if it's printed in a textbook. There is no belief if you just check your horoscope on the horoscope app and it tells you it. That's not belief. Belief is so much deeply rooted. Belief is choosing to trust in the things in which you cannot see. So can I see God standing here right before me? No, I cannot. But I can see the evidence of his works in my life. The things that I've prayed over. The things that he's provided me when I didn't even pray over it. The things he's blessed upon me when I didn't. I can see the evidence of the you know trials and tribulations and hard things I've had to go through in my life. And I can see why he put me through all those because I would never be who I am today if he hadn't made me go through the fire first. And so he has a plan for each of us and he is the one who decides what happens in all of it. And people will go through hardships like losing a family member and they'll say, well, why would God do this? I don't know. I'm not God. And I would never claim to be. I would never, you know, claim to know uh God's reasoning for anything and purpose for anything, even in my own life, even on the little things. I can presume what it could be, but I would never claim to know. And God is someone who you can reach out to. He is that person who is actually with you 100% of the time. He is with you in your coming and your going. If you've never heard the song, The Blessing, I would love for you to go listen to it because it is such a good song and it some of the lyrics say he is um he's beside you and he's all around you it's it's beautiful and it's true because he's with you and there is not a time there's not a place that you cannot ask him to dwell in your presence you cannot ask him to show up for you and if you're still thinking he's so invisible that that doesn't even make sense stick with me on it because god will reveal He'll reveal himself to you in your thoughts. Like I said earlier, that example, I know it is really hard for people who have had very tragic things in their life happen to them. If they've gone through horrific things like, uh, you know, lots of death in their life of different family members and close people. If they've gone through horrific assaults and, you know, just a what we would call a bad hand dealt in life. Um, you know, parents divorce, difficult, difficult things that just feel so un just it's like i feel like i don't deserve this well i mean lots of bad things happen it's a result of living in a fallen world and those things are awful yes but there is one way to feel comfort in those things and it's not alcohol it's not fame it's not likes on instagram it's not the ways of this world it's the ways of the kingdom of heaven and you have access to that if you just you know you don't even have to put your hands together. You don't have to bow your head. You don't have to close your eyes. Those are all things people do while praying, but you don't have to do them. You can pray with your eyes open. You can pray in your head. You can pray out loud. You can pray any way you want, but 
pray, and all pray means is talk. Talk in your thoughts or talk aloud. And talk to the one who formed you and created you and has got you on this path because he's designed it and he has meant it for your life. And while that might sound terrible because you're going through a hard time, I promise you that it is for a reason. And so look to him and ask him point blank, why am I going through this? Ask him all the things you're uncomfortable and unsure about, all the things that bring you pain, what brings you joy. He wants to hear all of it. There is nothing going through your mind or your life and your heart that he does not want you to bring to him. Your joy, your pain, your sorrow, everything is for you to give over to him, to surrender it to him because you were never meant, you were not designed to carry that alone. And you can talk to friends and family and counselors all you want. You can talk to strangers on the internet, but it'll never give you the peace and the contentness that God can give. It'll never bring you those things the way that God can. And once you experience it once, you'll just want to keep experiencing it again and again and again. And guess what? It's not like a vending machine. It's not going to run out. There will always be more of God to go around in your life. You just have to invite him in. You have to ask. And if you're still like, I don't think that God is even real it's okay. Doubt is okay. Even believers of years and decades have doubt at times. But once again, we surrender that to God. We give it to him. We say, God, would you please help me understand? God, I am struggling to believe in you. I would like to see um, your hand in my life. Would you please make known to me the things I don't know? Would you show me that you are real? Pray these things over your life. Each and every day, he will show up for you. I guarantee that. He is the God who shows up when we call on, on him. He will always show up. Not in the way we want, necessarily. You know, we don't get to pick and choose the way in which God shows up in our life. Sometimes God will show up in a way we don't want. Sometimes God will show you in a sign. I'll give you an example. I had uh, something that was really, really awful that had happened. And I had seen all these little weird signs like that I had to decipher and they were so obvious yet so hidden and it felt so removed from a concrete scientific answer but I really wanted a scientific answer on this problem and I was complaining to my husband at the time about it and I said I just wish that God would give me a big bold sign and my ears just pierced and started ringing so loudly it hurt and I just grasped my ears and I was like ow and I would say well, that's a pretty big, bold sign that I was begging for. Was it the scientific answer I wanted? No, it was not. Was it God showing up exactly in that moment I called on him? Yes, it was. We're, God is not always going to show up the exact way that we want him to. And so we need to be prepared to love him anyways in that. That we need to ask for clarification in that. That we need to be willing to go where no one else in our life has gone. Be that person willing to try these things try a relationship with God because once you try it you're not going to be able to get enough of it and you're going to want more of it and then you're going to want to tell everyone about how good it is because I truly don't know how anyone gets through the troubles of this world alone without him once again we were never designed for it and I can't imagine carrying those burdens alone they were never meant to be burdens that you carry alone they were meant to be shared and given to to God that he would help you that he would give you the tools he would give you the word and I know people are like so what's God going to do start speaking down from heaven at me he's going to shout for me down from his little cloud no God is probably on a big cloud for starters but second of all God 
Well, what do you think happens when you have those little thoughts and inklings? The little thing that tells you to do something maybe you wouldn't usually typically do, like go help this person, go say this kind word. That is God speaking to you. You just need to start looking for it. You need to start asking God to speak into your life if you don't think he is already. And if you think, oh, well, maybe I think I'm thinking of something right now. Ask him for clarification on that. He is not too far off that you can't reach out to him and take him by the hand. It says that God lays his hand on us. He knows our hearts and our thoughts. So it also know, we know that he knows what we're thinking before we speak it. So there's no point trying to hide anything from God. You may as well just tell him how you're feeling. You can tell him you're upset. You can tell him you're even angry. You can even say that you're angry at him. He's listening to you and he that is not uh, something we should take lightly. It's something that we should praise him for. Something that we worship him for. Someone who is able to be in all places at all things. That term is also called omnipresent. We have an omnipresent God because my God can be with me listening to my thoughts, helping me with my problems while he's listening to you crying on the bathroom floor while he's listening to my mom rejoicing and singing in the shower. It's like God can be everywhere at all times and it's so beautiful that he loves each and every one of us enough to actually care about our lives. You know, how many times have someone been telling you a story and you just wish they would shut up about it so you could start talking or you could move on or you could walk away? How many times has that happened to you? Because you're like, I don't care what this person has to say. We all have done that. God will never do that. God promises to never do that. That is beautiful. He will not walk away if we seek him. He will not walk away when we speak to him. He will not ever walk away from us. There's nothing that you could do, nothing too awful, nothing too miserable to separate yourself from him. Our salvation is on the line. And it is a gift. Tomorrow is not a promise that we get. Bad things happen to good people. And that is not to scare you. That is to say what maybe no one else has ever told you. That your salvation is on the line. And it matters. Because God doesn't want to be separated from you. God doesn't want you to be bound by things like sin and brokenness and disparity. He wants to be with you here on earth in it. And he wants to be with you in heaven. And all we must do is declare our belief in him, in his mighty name. And believe in him with all that we have. Whatever that looks like for whatever point in your life. It's not about being good enough through our works. It's not about proving that we're good enough by, you know, volunteering this many hours and doing this many good deeds. It's not... Our salvation is not dependent on our deeds, thank goodness, because then we would all probably be suffering even more than we already are. But rather, God has given us access to him at all times, even if you don't believe in him. How how great is that? That you don't even have to meet that, check that requirement off the box before you get to talk to him. But he's designed something even greater for you. Just like he's designed you, knit you together in your mother's womb. He's designed you. He's designed where you're at. He's designed the plan for your life. He's designed the people that will be in it. He's designed um, these countries that we live in. He's designed this world that we reside in. And he's designed these things. But even greater than that. With Imagine all the greatness of the world. Each 
beautiful animal that you know also surpasses understanding it's like whoa how did that animal get here doing this that's insane uh it's majestic the beauty of the world you know why was that waterfall shaped like that what about this sea and how deep it is and the trees and their height and their magnitude and you know there's so many beauties of this earth so look around and just know that you're god because he is your god regardless of how you feel he is yours and you are his and he has even made something better for you which is life in heaven with him a life unseparated from him a life with no sorrow no tears just joy and i find funny the quote that if someone has something better to offer after the grave let me know but i think that's kind of a funny rhetorical comment but further than that God shows us that he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. He will reveal it to you if you ask him. He will reveal it to you if you seek him and pursue him. You don't have to be good enough. But there is a grave coming in this world. And there are people that are going to try and keep you in that grave. There are people that are going to try and convince you that the grave is the only outcome of the human life. Don't let them convince you. Don't let them convince you that you're an accident, that you're just magically dropped here and that you have no purpose and that no one loves you the way God can and the way he does. Rather, look up to heaven and expect with your full belief in him that one day you will be face to face with the God who created you in this universe and you will be looking at him and he will say to you my child you're home and it's a home forever and so that is what I wish for you that is what I pray for you I pray you seek with all your heart And I know you will find exactly what you would always hope for, but may have told yourself isn't possible. It is possible through the name of Christ Jesus, who died for our sins. So that I leave you with. I hope everyone has a good rest of their day. And I'll catch you guys next time.